We're back. We're back. We're back. And welcome back to Mama You're Okay podcast. Um, I'm Eliana. And I'm Audrey. And we are here with a very, very special guest today. Her name is Brittany Miller. She has a wonderful following on Instagram. That's where we found her. Um, She her handle right is the Brittany Miller and she writes as her name as Brittany mental health um in her bio she describes as helping moms recognize and endure postpartum depression and mental illness she's a mom of three and a PPD and anxiety survivor so her Instagram is constantly filled, her stories, her posts, reels, everything is constantly filled with just how to bring up mamas and just know that we are connected in so many ways because mental health is such a big problem, and especially in motherhood. Um, and it just so happens that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, so we wanted to just take this podcast and talk about it and just share our experience, have Brittany share her experience and also just how we can be that community for you um, where we want to just tell you that you're going to be okay. And encourage you to get the help that you need, depending on the circumstances that you may find yourself in. Um, I think it's really helpful. She has a post on there talking about how to recognize if you're experiencing baby blues or actual postpartum depression. Um, And I'm sure that was just one I saw kind of in passing, but I'm sure there are lots more like that. Um, But I think those kind of things can be really helpful um, so that you can make informed decisions and the, you know, healthiest decisions for you and your family. Um, So we want to encourage you in that. And you're not alone in that. There are tons and tons of others struggling with things like that um, as well each day. Yeah. And she talks about it in her, in our interview about how she, after one reel where she was just trying to be funny, it reached like countries. It went internationally, not just around the U S but you can just imagine that people, women from different countries um, can relate to us. So at the end of the day, what that reminds you is the fact that if you are a woman who had a baby you can relate and we are all connected because we're all humans in the way God made us in like the way just mental health and body and all of that. And, um, and I I think that that's so beautiful because that's the message that we've been trying to say with this podcast in the first place is that you might feel so lonely. You might feel like you're the only one struggling this way, but actually, let me tell you, like we're actually struggling with you. So instead of struggling alone, let's struggle together or let's bring each other up and let's just remind ourselves that like maybe something that you did, Audrey did, or I did, or Brittany did can actually help you see the different light. And she puts it beautifully um, towards the end or just like recognizing how um, like her struggles were different every single way and what she had done to kind of bring herself up from that. So, um, Yeah. And just knowing at the end of the day, you know, it may appear that, you know, your neighbor or your friend, like they have it together, but you know, none of us has it together perfectly. None of us is perfect. We're all struggling, you know, in different ways. Um, And at the end of the day, God is the one carrying us through and supporting us. And it's only by his grace that I survive as a mom minute by minute, truly. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm hanging on by my nails, but truly he's the one holding me and praise the Lord for that. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, also just like 
praise him for all of the doctors and the scientists mm -hmm. who are developing these things that help us and modern doing, medicine yeah yeah mm -hmm. that are like do, doing the research and seeing that we are connected because mental health was something that was such a taboo and in some cultures in some areas it still is unfortunately and uh it, that can definitely make you feel so lonely especially when somebody tells you or the society kind of gives you the inclination that you should not talk about it but here in america America, we have freedom of speech. We're the worst city here talking about it. Um, and we're going to let it all out. But we're going to do that in a positive way, hopefully, to just um, let you know that you're not alone and that we are here with you. So I think that you will enjoy this podcast. And hopefully, if you relate to this, please, you know, just um, let us know in our comments. Um, we would love to get with you. And at any point, um, I offer this in pretty much all of the episodes but literally if you are alone and you're feeling uh lonely just or scared or tired or whatever you know find us on instagram find us on facebook you can message us or comment to us like we will answer we will reply and let you know that you're not alone um we were just talking about my addiction on instagram so um i will know if you message me i will message you back so um yeah Let's, um, we will get ourselves started. So wherever you are, go ahead and put those earbuds in. What are we doing today, Audrey? We are mm, making our bed. Making our, <laughs> yeah, I, we, we talked earlier about how I, I never make my bed hardly. Ileana doesn't either unless she's trying to impress someone. Oh yeah, no, dude. <laughs> the only reason I have my bed made right now is because we did a video chat and I did not want our background to be like <laughs> blankets everywhere. So there's that. So make her bed or I don't know, put clothes in the hamper that you, yes. you just found. Just, just one piece of clothes and feel yourself good and then let's get started. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we just first of all wanted to thank you so much. Um, we wanted to introduce the fact that you are here. This is Brittany Miller, and um, I found you on face uh, Instagram, like, and then I you follow her too, right? Like, and just saw your stuff, and I'm just I, I just truly enjoyed enjoy all of the stuff that you put out there and um especially lately like how open you've been with your mental yeah. health like especially as a mom and so especially uh, with it being may and mental health awareness month like i wanted to kind of see your per perspective how have you grown in instagram and what kind of messages you like the showing so like please just start yeah go ahead just talk, talk. yeah kind of like tell just like a little bit about yourself like a little tiny backstory kind of introduce yourself okay. and um sweet yeah just kind of like um well first off thanks for inviting me because this like feels this i just love connecting with other women like that's just how i i don't know i've always loved having classmates and then like church member friends and then now like friends friends and the pandemic was hard because i just i was like i didn't i just felt disconnected from everyone so so yeah, thanks for inviting me. But that's kind of let that's kind of how my Instagram got started is during the pandemic. I was just like home, you know, alone. If, I don't know how much you know about my story, but like my husband and my best friend's husband are business partners and we live next door to each other. So I have like my best friend lives next door and we just kind of we could vent to each other and talk to each other about motherhood all the time. And we were going through a lot of the same issues, but um you know, we send each other reels and memes all the time. And one time she sent me one and I just got this idea of like, oh, you know what? How funny it would be. How funny would it be if like mom or like people 
like drank their drinks the way that like babies nurse or drink out of a bottle. Yeah, that's the like, like those are that was so funny. Or like totally distracted every five seconds or like have to literally move every limb of their body every time they take a drink. I just thought it, I was like, that would be so weird. So like out of sheer boredom, I just made that real and <laughs> and it went viral. And so I made part two and part three. And then um the then I was getting messages from like moms in Australia and like India and Switzerland and Turkey. And they were like, my kids do the exact same things. And I was just like, we're literally all the same. <laughs> all of us moms oh, are going through the exact wow. same issues. And nobody talks about it as much as I, you know, as I wanted them to. And so I was just like, wow, I'm not alone. So I really felt like I wasn't alone. And then I was just felt like, wow, I need to help my other moms realize that they're not alone either. And motherhood is like one of the loneliest clubs that like half of the world belongs to. So like, <laughs> it's just so, so hard. So I think that's where mostly my Instagram came from was just like helping other moms feel not alone. And then it kind of turned into like a, hey, like my mental health is important and um, I suffer from depression and anxiety myself and have been on medication for about four years. And so I've just, I don't know, I'm like, I'm learning it as I go. So like the, the advice and like coaching and pump you up statements I give to other people, I'm like literally giving them to myself because I'm going through the exact same thing. So <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> No, that's yeah. awesome because like, it, it, I wanted to tell you the one of the posts that you, when you opened up about um, your medication and stuff like that, like you, you had a story yeah. on Instagram, like a series yeah. of them where you, you like videoed yourself crying and like, you were just like in a yeah. bad day. And yeah. I, I was relating to that so bad because like this past January, like winter just got me really it hard did, this yeah. year. And I hadn't been on medication in a while, but like you wrote, you post that. And then you posted a store, um, a, a post about how you, you're on medication. This is what you use. It's okay. And that's where I, I remember messaging you. Cause I'm just like, I needed that because I needed somebody to be like, take yeah. the medication. You're going to be okay. <laughs> if you need it. <laughs> so truly helped. Um, and, and you're right. And the fact that you, you have proof that worldwide you're uh, like reaching out to so many women doesn't matter what language or religion you are that you are relating to them that that's awesome and we all all of us mothers we're all holding ourselves to some expectation or some standard based on whatever society we live in or religious beliefs we grew up with I'm like we're all holding ourselves to some standard and we're all we all feel like we're failing we all feel that way and so like you know, just learning how to readjust our expectations as we move along through like the journey of motherhood is important. But, but yeah, realizing that sometimes it's okay to not have it all together. I mean, most of us don't anyway, but like, even mentally, <laughs> just to really feel like, you know what, I know my life's a mess around me. And that's fine. But sometimes I just really, really feel like I'm really struggling. And it's just, it's hard to talk about because a lot of times we don't exactly know what we're feeling. We just know that we don't feel great. We just know that we feel kind of icky and kind of not normal and it's hard to explain. And so a lot of times we just bottle it up and I've just learned that it's better to get it out to somebody trusted, your spouse, your friend, or, you know, your mom, or I don't know, a church leader, somebody just get it out and then you move forward with whatever steps you want to take. And for some people, 
they can go and do, you know, they can make the time for yoga and meditation every day. And that really helps them. But for me, I was just like, I was not in a place where I could make time and effort for yoga and meditation and resetting my gut health and whatever. I'm like, I just needed something that I could take every day that was going to help me stay sane and help me make it through the day. Because I'm in a really tough phase of motherhood right now. I've got my kids are five, three and one. And so I'm like, this it's like they're it's just insane. I don't know if I would do it again, but I'm like, it whatever, it's fine. Just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's tricky. I, I can. Yeah, I can really three and one because my son is going to turn three in August and I have a one and almost one and a half. And it's like, oh, so prime example is actually today because um, I get home and I got I, I work at a school. So, you know, I got lesson plans there. I'm also thinking about church stuff. And then I got this podcast because I, I do this podcast because I love it. And it's my yes. therapy, I feel like. Um, but then yes. I come home and I have like um, the cousins are here, too, because they get watched at the same time. And so I have like four screaming kids at me. And then Carter's like my son is like, I'll go outside. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go outside. And I'm like, dude, I literally just got home. Can you wait? And he's not even three yet so he doesn't understand the yeah. concept of waiting so he yeah. was like i waited Ma- mama can I-, I asked you like I five seconds ago seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, can i can i go and i'm just like and it's building up inside of me and i'm like i still have to make dinner and i still have to set up the podcast i still have to get you like i'm gonna throw you out on the deck but like i you're not old enough for me to just say yeah. go outside and play yet so like yeah. there's that too and it was i was already overwhelmed my husband came home and he was like okay what's going on because you're you're at this like uh, moment right now and what can I do and I'm like I don't I don't even know I don't know why I'm so anxious and just mad but like I just I just need the world to shut up for a second (laughs) and like, and if it wasn't for my, yeah, if it wasn't for medication, I probably would have just been yes. in the corner crying right now. Yes. And, then, <laughs> like, and then your husband comes home and then we have all these other expectations like, oh, I should have made like a decent enough meal because he probably hasn't eaten all day. And then now I got to spend quality time with him and he's probably going to want to touch my body and I'm not going to want anyone to touch my body. And I'm just like all of these expectations we hold ourselves to. And it's just motherhood is so freaking hard, but at least we're all in it together, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I think I said it yesterday or the day before that I do appreciate the fact that our generation is starting to be more open about it because there's no way that my mom or her generation would have ever said these things. And if I like my mom isn't she's passed away, but like if I were to have a conversation with her out of love, I know she would have just been yeah. like, just suck yeah. it up. Like, right. Like, it's not that she doesn't love me and she doesn't see that I'm hurting, but she would have just been like, I had to suck it up. You need to suck it up. It was more like they felt like they had to hold it together Mm -hmm. and never admit if they had a failing or a struggle. And I think we're all realizing like, that's not healthy. Like it doesn't, it's not realistic in the long term and it's not it's, it's yeah. not, it doesn't work because <laughs> eventually you're just going to like crack underneath the surface and <laughs> exterior that you're yeah. trying to hold it together. And one and- of the best things that ever happened to me was one time when I was really struggling, I, I literally was, I'm not to be dramatic, but I was like on a puddle on the, on the floor, kitchen floor crying. And I just could not, I, you know, I probably yelled at my kids and probably, you know, probably burned something at dinner or whatever. And I was just crying on the floor and like, my daughter like came over to me and was like, it's okay, take a breath or something like that. You know what I mean? So it was just 
it was one of those beautiful moments where like she could see me being vulnerable and she could see that I was having a hard time. And then we were able to talk it out with each other. And I was like, okay, well, I'm having a hard time. Thanks for helping me out. You know, I'll try this better or, or whatever. But I just think of like, you know, I just really didn't have those moments with my parents. And so, you know, like conflict resolution wasn't like, I don't know. I just feel like I saw my parents fight and then I saw them not fight. And like, I never got to see like the resolution between, and I'm not saying that like people should fight in front of their kids, but like they should know that like we're humans and we can have, we're having hard times. And then like, and then in retros or in not retrospect, like the opposite, they can have hard times and we can help them work through it and stuff like that. So, but I mean, I'm like so imperfect at that. I just don't want my kids to have any emotions because I'm like, I have too many emotions. You can't have any because I <laughs> fill up the cup of emotion already. So you have to be mindless robots. But no, we all just go through the like, oh. I don't even know. It's just so hard. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's hard. Yeah. Do you think like how, so how long did it take you as a new mom or even during pregnancy to realize that you have, like, did you have depression before you got pregnant with your first baby or did you start developing as like Yeah, so PPD? I would say it was more PPD. Um, if I look back um, in retrospect, there's the word I need to use now. Um, I did, I did, <laughs> I did have some types of anxiety growing up um, and I can recognize that now. Um, but like, you know, my, my coping skills worked out well. I actually did theater in high school. And so that was a wonderful coping mechanism. Yeah, we're twins. Hey, yeah. But it was a wonderful coping mechanism. And like, you know, small problems, small solutions, like my anxiety was, you know, about school, you know what I mean? It wasn't about like real life. Um, but then as I got older, and you know, so I had a baby, and people don't realize how traumatic birth is just on the body and on the mind. Um, you know, some people say like, oh, I had a traumatic birth. I'm like, I'm kind of like every birth is traumatic because it's like we just grew this human being. We grew this extra organ, the placenta. We like shoved it all out of our bodies and then bled for six weeks and then like our hormones went crazy. One of the things I learned that like if you look online, um, when you're pregnant, your hormones are 50 to 150 times their normal level. And most of those come from the placenta. So as soon as the placenta is delivered, which is right after the baby is delivered, your hormones just go, they just take a nosedive. So like, I just don't think we realize how impactful birth is on our bodies. And so um, you know, you got the baby blues for a couple weeks and then you can start to develop postpartum depression. And I have a really good post on my, on my Instagram about the differences between just baby blues and yes. depression and how you can I kind of try, start to see within yourself is what I'm experiencing, like a normal hormonal rebalance or am I like really suffering? And, um, it wasn't right. until my oldest daughter was about seven months old that I had like some kind of outburst of anger. Um, and it was directed towards someone that I loved. And, um, it was like one of those moments where in the, in the moment I was like, it was like an out of body experience. I felt like one half of my mind was literally freaking out, coming apart, was just losing my mind. And the other half of my mind was going, it's okay. Like nothing's wrong and you're safe. And you know, like you know that this isn't realistic what you're arguing about or whatever. 
And I just like broke down crying. And I like told my husband that night, I was just like, I need help. I need help. And he had no clue what was going on. He was just like, what, what happened? What's wrong with you? And it was just like, I was like, I need help. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I need help. So then, um, I went and saw a counselor therapist and, I feel like it was like the first time where I was able to like just let go of a lot of the things that I had been bottling up inside, a lot of like prior trauma and like things that happened in my childhood that I wasn't really ever like that I never really thought to bring up. And so that therapy session, I went to therapy for like six weeks and it was great. It was a really great beginning to like understanding mental health. And then from then on, it's just been like a self-evaluation. Okay, how do I feel right now? Do I feel like myself? Do I feel like I'm acting irrationally? You know, am I experiencing periods of high emotion that I don't like, you know, like anger or sadness or, um, you know, frustration or things like that? And then I just have to evaluate and go, okay, well, what, what can I do now to like help myself? So do I need to go to therapy right now? Do I need to get on a medication? Do I need to change something in my life? Like, is there something in my life that's really bothering me that I have control over or whatever? So from then on, it's just been ups and downs. But I can tell you that every time I've had a baby, I've either had to have a dosage change of my medication. I've either had to increase the dosage or I've had to, um, I switched medications and then like, I've also gone back to therapy. So having babies is really tough on the body and on the mind. And I don't know, I just, it's a roller coaster. We'll see. Cause sometimes I get upset at myself, uh, and wonder like, am I going to have to be on medication for the rest of my life? And now I've kind of gotten to the point where like, it doesn't matter. And I don't really care if I have to, I'm just going to like do what I need to do in this moment and just see where it takes me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Cause praise the Lord for modern medicine. I mean, you know, there's no shame in being on medication for the rest of your life or not, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) funny we say that because I just got a call from my pharmacy today saying your your (laughs) refill is here. So come and get it. So I'm like, I just had a, I I went to New York this weekend with my friends. It was like our husbands got together and got us all a plane plane ticket to New York for Valentine's Day. So that was a long time ago, but we finally got to go to New York for like two days. And I got an email when I was sitting in the airport coming home and it was like, you have a, a psychiatric nurse practitioner appointment today. You can get on the telehealth and do it. And so I just got on my phone, got on the like Zoom call and chatted and she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. Or I mean, I just told her my whole story. My like friends are sitting there listening to my like explanation <laughs> to my like psychiatric nurse practitioner. And basically she told me like, you know what? It sounds like you might need like an as needed medicine. So like I have a medicine I take every night and um, she's like, I'm going to prescribe you something that will help you. Like if you're, you know, if I have a day where I'm really busy and I get super, super overstimulated and I just really need to calm down. So I'm like, I'm glad for that. And I haven't had to, I haven't even picked it up from the pharmacy yet. It's still sitting there. So I need to go get it. <laughs> but yeah, so I relate. <laughs> and I'm like, my friends are just sitting there. Hopefully they don't judge me, but they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting you say that about your friends, because I feel like that was part of the issue, right? Like how, um, 
how open do you want to be with your friends because you have this persona yes. of oh we're fun like especially yeah. if you're an extrovert you're like you're yeah. you're supposed to have this persona of oh you're the fun of the party you're gonna yes. keep everybody happy and all that but yes. inside, I'm really dying and like what yes. do I do and um I know that I and you you talked about both of your pregnancies you had a change in like uh, medication and stuff and I was the same way because it wasn't during pregnancy was actually with Carter, my first one that I realized like, oh, I, I, I was angry all the time. Like I was irrationally angry and you know, towards my student, it was like becoming a problem. And so that's when I, I started seeing a therapist and then like, it wasn't until late. I was so against medication though. Cause I'm just like, I can't, and I don't want to, I feel, I just, I still had the stigma in my mind that I'm, mm-hmm. that's, like I'm giving up. Like if I'm taking medication, I gave up. Right. And so I went through birth and then I had a traumatic experience afterwards with my mom passing away. And so like I was low and I was not talking to a therapist or anything like that. I was barely like alive. My head was just like at the, you know, mm-hmm. a, barely above water and I was still going under so often. Um, and it wasn't until like six, seven months later, like you with Carter done, like, yes, I, I need help. This is bad. I was crying like every other day. I had to call my midwives and they're like, I yeah. think you need to be on medication. Like I, I just need help. And uh, so finally, like even my, uh, my husband was uh, very supportive and helpful of that. Um, and so like with my second pregnancy, I think I was a little bit more prepared I was just so scared of getting yeah. depressed that I got depressed with my baby um, because I know that I had anxiety like beforehand without it being diagnosed. And so with the second one, though, I'm just like, well, I think that if if, if anything, like if I get pregnant, and I'm having issues. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a therapist. So I was at least talking it out um, every other week. Um, but then. I thought that maybe my hormones will be okay after I gave birth, but then it did it. So like a couple months, like four months ago, yeah. I'm like back on that medication because I obviously need it. So. Well, you know what's funny is I was so paranoid. Like, I don't know why I've just had an irrational fear that I was going to have postpartum depression. Like growing up, like I've like always been like, this is going to be terrible. I don't know why. I also thought like birth was going to be really horrible and scary. And so I mean, it wasn't for you. Well, no, ironically, the Lord brought me through the toughest and darkest time in my life where we lost our first two babies through horribly traumatic miscarriages. And I didn't realize you could have like PTSD and just such, I mean, you want to talk about a mess of hormones. I truly have never experienced anything like it after both of those losses. So it was like, by the time we were able to have a baby that made it, I was like, it, it can't get any worse, right? Like it's gotta be better than this. Yeah. So I was like very thankful. It actually compared to yes. that was, was much better. Like, yeah. but uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and people, they, they don't want to talk about that, especially after miscarriage or um, like I had ectopic pregnancy. Like, like I, I think I had, um, a de- dep- I was depressed after my ectopic pregnancy because it's just like, so it, it, you, hormones and then the also just like the loss, the mental the grief mm-hmm. and just like, yeah. there's so many layers to it. You just, I mean, I feel like it was just weeks yes. and a month. There's of a just, really yeah. great account called the Emily effect. Um, and I think the handle is the same name, the Emily effect. It might have underscores in it or something, but, um, 
It's about, uh, it's run by a woman named Megan and Megan's sister, Emily passed away from uh, postpartum depression after the birth of her fifth child. Um, but she is really, uh, Megan's really, really good at educating people on not just like the postnatal part of, uh, mental health, but just the perinatal, which perinatal just means pregnancy, pregnancy related, um, like the perinatal mood disorders. So anything that has to do with pregnancy. So, and that can, that includes, um, you know, getting pregnant, having miscarriages, um, being pregnant, like during the whole part of pregnancy. I mean, I don't know how it was for you being pregnant, but I get really, really sick, um, like throwing up and stuff. And so that takes like a whole nother toll on you, you know, getting, getting huge, not being able to do things you used to be able to do, not being able to eat things you used to eat. Like it's tough. And, um, that in and of itself can just weigh on you emotionally and mentally. And so I think we just have to like give ourselves grace and know that like, you know, even though like we as women are called by God to like bear these children into the world and it's incredibly, incredibly difficult. Like he has given us so many resources in like this day and age to help us out. And so seek out those resources. If you really feel like you're struggling, you know, even like, I know, I know how hard it is for some people to go through the, you know, the tracking ovulation and, you know, having, you know, having sex at certain times. Like I, oh, I just can't even imagine like the the mental stress that, that happens to you during that. And so just like understand that like you're not alone and there's help out there for like your mental health in that aspect too. And like we as women, like we're freaking strong and we can do it, but it's hard. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, thank, thanks for like any in that way, because um, that was our whole message with uh, starting this podcast is that we just want to remind everybody that you're OK. Like you, you, you might feel really dark right now. It might seem really scary, but um, at the end of the day, yes. there are resources there. And so like, we'll yes. definitely try, I will find that um, Emily effect and I'll try to link that on our po- podcast so that people can see that too. And um, just be aware that, and, and just build that community. Like mm-hmm. we are here. <laughs> you can message us. Like, I don't, uh, I really don't care. Um, I've had um, students. I had other like friends who, who are pregnant and like, they've texted me asking me like, well, you know, um, what did you do in this situation? And I'm like, this is my experience. If you have something else awesome but like that i'm here to help and um i feel like that's that's what's beautiful about your instagram is that that's what you're trying to tell us always is that you're not alone like look at us we're all the same um we're all females who are bearing children and we all go through the same thing like god made us that way um yeah. So do you have any, I, I know I want to be very mindful of your time. So do you have any other advice or th- things that you wanted to share with us? Um, we do end our podcast with a prayer. If you want to join us for that. Oh um, so, so otherwise, wow, you guys yeah. are cool. <laughs> we can be, we can be <laughs> after this too. I know it's always like messaging people on Instagram. You like get kind of a sense of how they are, but you got to call someone to really know them. Um, let's see. I just, I, I don't know. I'm still in the learning phase of things too. And so, you know, like any questions that people have about like, okay, well, how do I find out if I'm, you know, really struggling with my mental health or what can I do to get help? I feel like those are always the main questions and concerns that come up. And I have some like good ideas, but I'm also learning too. So like 
anybody sharing their experiences with me, with other people, like it's going to help us all learn and grow because we're all going to go through this like mental health journey in a different way. But, um, I don't know. I just like, I, uh, everyone, you'll be okay. Just like you said, everyone's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. God is carrying us through motherhood because oh we surely can't do it ourselves on our own strength. And I feel like that's evident Seriously. to me minute by minute. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, but I think that's all. That's all. But I would love to chat again. We need to do this again next time we have a good idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, so, well, I'll open up. Do you want to say a prayer or do? Okay. would you like to say a prayer? Or, I mean, I know I'm kind of putting you on the no, side, but you don't have I to. Don't One mind. of us can do it too. If you unless, y'all, unless one of you feels really called to say the prayer. But if not, I don't mind. I would love to. Oh, okay. Oh, All no, right. please. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> <clears throat> Our Father in heaven, we come before thee as um, thy daughters to give thee thanks for this wonderful community that we have um, together. And we're so grateful for this earth that we live on and all the beautiful things we get to enjoy. And we're grateful for our families and friends that lift us up. And we're grateful that we live in this day and age so that we can have all of the uh, miracles around us and the the blessings of um, medicine and um, therapy. And Father, we just pray that anybody that we talk to might have ears to hear our hearts and that we'll be able to um, express ourselves in a way that will help them and help us to feel understood. And um, Father, we just pray for all of the women who are listening and all of the mothers out there that they may feel of thy strength and um, give themselves grace and that they'll be able to lift each other up um, as you have lifted us up. And Father, we thank thee again for this meeting and pray that we can meet again. And um, these things we humbly ask in the name of thy son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 <laughs> no, thank you. That was so beautiful. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, it was so nice to meet you or meet you yeah. over yeah. 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 Like, computer. Yeah video yeah anyways well and we'll, you have really pretty eyes like yes. oh I just I just glued on my little eyelashes <laughs> oh, how oh but the, the cold Wait, are they the ones that like you glue underneath yes. oh, stop. yeah I've wondered I if those are fun <laughs> they just they're really easy I mean it's taken me several tries to figure them out but I have some tricks now so I'm like they're really fun they're fun. Yeah. I actually, anyway. I'm like fascinated by those. So that's so, yeah, that's so fun. they're fun. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, they're, yeah. Now I'm just going to go to Bible study next door. My yeah. best friend's hosting it at her house. So I'm going to go. That's so All fun. Right. Well, thank yeah. you again so much for joining yes. us. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. See ya.